Hey guys, before we start the show, I want to thank our friends over at Podcorn for sponsoring today's episode. We've been using Podcorn for quite a while now to find sponsors for our show, and we love it. Podcorn has created an open marketplace for connecting podcasters to amazing sponsorship opportunities and packaged it into an easy-to-use platform. Signing up is quick and easy. Just provide an email, some information about your podcast, and you're ready to browse and choose a variety of opportunities. The thing we like most about Podcorn is the creative freedom and control it offers. You decide who you want to work with, you set your own rates, craft your own proposals, and get paid. No middleman. doesn't matter the size of your podcast, whether you're new or have been doing this a while. Podcorn has the tools and resources to help connect you directly with brands that want to sponsor your show. So click the link in our show notes to sign up at Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities today. All right, guys, welcome to uh, episode number 36. This is Ryan. As usual, to my left, I've got Adam across the hey. way, Kyle. Good day, good day. Right, Lance. Hey, yo. And I, guys, do I have permission to speak freely uh, in front of you all in the audience? I think that's... We're in the tree. Yeah. I, I'm way below 100% today. Oh. It's... Uh, I know you guys don't have high expectations of my hosting abilities anymore compared to Lance, but if you can, if there's any way you could lower them from this episode, I think that'd be, I'd really appreciate that. That sound you hear is people turning us off as we speak. <laughs> Click. Well, usually everybody's turned it off by, by this point, so we've made it further than normal. I've got some good, i got some bad. Uh, this week, uh, Kyle and I have come back from vacation had an eight-day vacation on the beach and uh, as Just you all do huh yeah we did we yeah. had a great time no can't kids. believe the wives and kids let us go <laughs> no I mean, it was great. Yeah. we just sit on the beach for eight days together <laughs> but when you, you know when you come back from vacation it's always brutal i mean the first couple of days back oh. works piled up so had that but to make matters worse i come back and i've got no internet at my mm. house now we're all working from home these days mm-hmm. and i thought well you know did i forget to pay the bill let me reset the modem and went through all the normal checks. What actually happened was evidently lightning struck somewhere near my house, blew out my modem, ruined a, a uh, Blu-ray DVD player, mm-hmm. and also fried my ring doorbell. Oh, oh man. Which, so, okay, which of those is the worst? Well, three days without internet is pretty bad when you're trying to catch up from eight days of being off work. So you're going to internet one. So because of that, I'd have to go internet. But if, if I wasn't including work, I'd have to go the ring doorbell because it, it's most expensive. I think they will replace that. You need to check really? with them. Yeah. Because hmm. they, okay. they said, because I've got them, and they said, this is not a plug for a ring. But I yeah. mean, no free they told me, like, even if somebody steals it, they will replace it. It's worth the show. Can I pay you $10 to, to handle that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to come steal it? I'll add to the list. <laughs> so, I would, yeah, I would think... The Blu-ray disc is probably the least valuable in that because well, I didn't even know anybody used that anymore. Do you own the modem or are you renting the modem? Because if you're renting the modem, you're just you know they'll give you a new one. Yeah, they gave me a new okay. one, got that taken care of. Uh, the Blu-ray player it was one of the smart ones, but what to make Not matters, smart enough for real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to make matters worse, it ran up the HDMI cable and blew out my HDMI two on my TV. Just got a new wow. TV. One of the things I made sure it had was three HDMI inputs to, to manage all of our equipment. Now, now I'm back down, down to one. two again. <laughs> Man. So, at least it didn't blow your TV, though. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Glass half full, right? Yeah, glass half full. 
Mm. So that's a couple of the bad things. I've got more. Well, uh, let me let me interject a good thing. Let's set let's offset the bad with some good. Okay. The episode before we had Scott, we we had our camping recap and some things that happened there, and I think we might have posted our in honor of Hulk Hogan American flag picture on our social media. I am a real American. Well, it turns out, boys. The denominators have become influencers because we have crossed over to other Instagram handles. As it turns out, the campground we stayed at has a pretty active social media. I was kind of impressed with when I found out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we made... But they only take the best of the best. That's right. Mm -hmm. To repost. And it looks... I'm glad to mention that Hulk Hogan has crossed over and can be found on... Was it Yellis? What's the name of the Jellystone. Jellystone. Yeah, I should get that right since I'm plugging it. The Jellystone Campground... We are cross Instagram famous now, boys. I'm not really much for social media. Does that mean we get some kind of a fee or you're asking the wrong one? <laughs> I killed all my all my well, we social got, media. Well, so. we did get some new followers out of it, and yeah. we had some uh, our, our our downloads had a nice little uptick in the last week yeah. or so. So uh, yeah, I'd say turns it's a out the camping thing. community likes Hulk Hogan and the common <laughs> lots of Hulkamaniacs out there. Yeah, no common <laughs> denominators. So uh, today's looking up, Adam, I'm a, I may catch you off guard here, but uh, we are old men. And one of the things that has let me know that besides the many injuries we've had over the past year is we've started doing a little day trading. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adam, Kyle, and myself have started day trading stocks and giving each other uh, stock tips in the last few months. Lance and, isn't quite old enough to join the old man club on that yet, but he's getting close. No, we'll, we'll start him an account here, for, yeah. maybe for Christmas. We'll buy him some stock. I'll have day trader money. <laughs> Neither well, do we. Well, the, fa- the fact that As we're it turns still out, si- we're not good at it. Well, the fact that we're still sitting here is obvious that we haven't done very well. So, yeah. <laughs> but there's one stock in particular that's really been uh, humorous in our mm-hmm. friendship, one yep. that's turned out really well for some of us, really poorly mm-hmm. for others. Same stock. So. Adam, could you maybe fill the listeners in on what I'm talking about? Yeah, so, uh, well, well, before we go over there, it's also pretty obvious at this point that one person is really good at day trading and one is really bad at day trading. <laughs> I'm the really bad one at day trading, apparently, because <laughs> when Ryan buys a stock and he's like, hey, man, I got a, like Kyle says, when I got a beat on it and uh, it's going up every day, as soon as I buy it, it goes down. And you told me one time. He's the ultimate chiller. You don't That's want, what I call You him. don't want Adam to buy one of no, your stocks. No, when he texts you and he's bought one no. of your stocks, sell immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, uh, the very I think it was one of the first ones you told us about was Penn Gaming. Yep. P-E-N-N. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's Barstool's thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was in the, uh, what, $8, $10, $12 range. I think I bought in at 13 is when I bought. Well, I saw it and, and too rich, too rich for it was. I, I distinctly remember <laughs> went, saying, "Texas, I'm going to wait. It's going to go down." <laughs> I distinctly remember saying, fourteen dollars or fifteen dollars is way too high for me." And uh, what's it at now? I, I'm Ryan? pulling it up for you. Hang on, have you got it pulled up? No, I don't. Let's get a. It closed today at forty three sixty five a share. And, and we're not talking like twelve years ago. We're talking about like three weeks ago. Yeah, and we've got three different distinct strategies too. I might add. So I bought in at 13, haven't touched it. Wow. Ryan does more sell a little, buy a little when it dips back. He's more active. Yeah. Adam fire sales. <laughs> Adam didn't buy in until the mid-30s. So. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I bought in, and, and like I said, it immediately went down, and I had to watch it. I was like, the stock has been going up every single day. I buy it, and it starts going down. So I had to wait a good week before it went back up. I did make money. I've yet to lose any money, knock on wood. Yeah. Left a little on the table. I left a lot on the table. Yeah. Well, this conversation got my spirits back. I'm feeling better than I did at the beginning. 
<laughs> but we got to go back to bad. And oh. uh, Lance and I, I'm going to let him speak for me because we've, we've got a shared issue that's, that's come up in the last couple of weeks. And uh, I'll let him take the reins. I'm looking right at Kyle, though, because yeah. he's got a feeling <laughs> something's coming. Yeah, he's got a beat on it. Yeah, so every week we play in the episodes, and it's usually just you know text message like, hey, what, what time can you guys get together? And so we're texting and trying to figure out when we get together. And, and um, in fact, Kyle... You know, the, the the thought came up to actually record two episodes in one night. And I was kind of like, I don't know, I'll be burnt out after that. You know, you know, because we have busy schedules. So we were like, you know, or some people, I can't remember who was in favor. I know Kyle wanted to do two episodes in one night, and then I can't remember who else. You know, we have busy schedules, so we got to, you know, get these things done. But anyways, we eventually decided, okay, let's just do one episode. We finally decided on a night for myself and Ryan and Kyle to meet to discuss the episode. Let's do a call around 830. So I'm stressing. I'm trying to get Thea down. Uh, we're doing bedtimes and songs, <laughs> and like it's creeping up around 8:30. And I'm like, oh crap! They're gonna call me as soon as I'm like, you know, putting her down. It's gonna wake her up. So 8:38 comes around, and I'm like, all right, are we are we meeting? So I sent out a text message, and uh, Ryan responds back almost immediately, and he's like, oh crap. He's like, I forgot. I was watching Ninja Warrior. <laughs> hey, you can get engulfed in Ninja Warrior if you're not careful. Yeah, that's dangerous. So I get I get Ryan on the call, and then Ryan tries to uh, buzz in our buddy Kyle here, and uh, no answer. Straight to voicemail, right? Now, failed to mention this is the second meeting in a row that this is. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm first, on a first one was a, was a good excuse though. His son busted his head pretty yeah, good. The unicorn moment. It wasn't Sunday. Was Allegedly. It? So yeah, Kyle has missed two. Two meetings yep. in a row, and, and not only you know did he miss it, but like I said, he actually wanted to do two episodes in one night, and still managed to miss the call. So, uh, so just an update from HR. <laughs> the first one was a warning. Now I'm on probation. <laughs> I, I have no defense other than, and the text messages were happening probably an hour before eight thirty, seven thirty, range seven oh, yeah. to seven thirty. So it wasn't like it was two o'clock in the afternoon. Hey, let's meet tonight. And you would just forget. I, I'd left my phone charging <laughs> in the bedroom and I, I was like missed call from Ryan and text message chain. I was like I told you, I was like, Oh my God, I just straight I just forgot. <laughs> I just, there's no excuse other than and from that seven thirty to eight thirty it left my brain. I did have a little kid drama, but I'll save that for dad dumps that happened in that time that was But what happened awesome. with, but what happened with the call? Do we need to like trace the cell phone well i tried to, to call back in were. but i guess i tried to call ryan back in but it just was like 9 15 i was like well they're probably done by now so yeah hey, hey bryant's in cybersecurity. he could probably yeah ping, yeah ping track, a tower for us down, yeah. yeah well it sounds like an yeah. innocent mistake it's two in a row sounds like yeah. it just happens to be coincidence yeah, that's but, a serious uh, probation that third time the probably, third time it'll be a whole episode i'm removed <laughs> well he showed up tonight so yeah to you, yeah Kyle. all right so this one has been, uh, we've got a saying uh, behind the scenes that save it for the pod. And this is one that happened a couple weeks ago. You may remember that I brought you guys in because I'm a, a great friend. I brought you in a uh, Culver's burger. Mm-hmm. So what I forgot to tell you guys is when I, the drive-thru was packed when I went to Culver's. So put on my mask. I went in for the order. And I decide, you know, I'm kind of hungry. I'm going to get myself a Culver's burger and, and bring one back for y'all. Well, being wanting to be healthy, I didn't want to wash down a greasy Culver's burger with a Coke, so I decided to order an ice water. The bill comes up, and it's on that little screen right in front of the, you know the register, and it says like eleven eighty seven or something. And I've got two cheeseburgers and an ice water, and I'm like, this I can't be right. So yeah. I start looking at it, and I look, and the uh, 
the young lady behind the register has charged me for a small drink, $1.99. And I said, oh, no, I'm sorry. There was a misunderstanding. I just wanted water. And she said, I know. You that that is water. Two dollars for a cup of water, but it's bottled water. Well, that's right? what I said. That exactly, yeah. Lance. I said oh, I didn't want a bottle of water. I just wanted ice water, like a, a cup with straight from the ice and, and tap water. And she says, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> and so I'm sitting there, and I'm suddenly thinking, you're the idiot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She's looking at me just straight faced, like she is 100 percent confident that this is how much ice water costs now. So I guess my question to you guys is: Have I missed a memo? Or did I get ripped off? I'm stunned by this. Is she pocketing the dollar ninety nine cents? Is that a possibility? She had a great poker face. It's very possible. I don't know. Have y'all ever paid anything for ice water? No, no. no. Or nor would. But I. if they have like some kind of store policy to where they don't do ice water, what if? Yeah, they or, or the cups like twenty five yeah. cents or something. Now, I've like been that. charged yeah. twenty five cents for a cup. That's yeah, reasonable. I have never been charged for a cup. That seems ridiculous. Well, I've gotten to the point where I've actually looked up Culver's phone number. And I, I think I'd like to make a call. And right now, can can we do it? Let's get him on the horn. <laughs> Are you serious? Can we do this? I'm so just gonna. Got a, I gotta, I've got to. I got to put closure. I just have to know: was it a dollar ninety nine, or did I get ripped off? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna ask for my money back. I don't care. I just. Yeah. I just want to know the truth. All right, let's call him. Calling Culver's and Hendersonville. This is Caitlin. How may I help you? Hey, Caitlin. I've got a question for you. Uh, how much okay. is ice water? Free. It's not. It's not a dollar ninety nine. Oh, um. Is there a chance that you got like a bottle of water? No, no. Got an ice water. So, I think you've uh, clarified the question that I needed answered tonight. I appreciate your help. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, she seemed nice. Yeah, she handled that like a pro. Yeah. So she sounds like she's gotten that call before. Yeah. Sounds like they've got a rat in the in the workforce over there, mm-hmm. pocketing the buck ninety nine. I knew it. It's been inside my gut for the past two weeks now. I knew I had been wronged, and when your gut tells you something, it's usually right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had a similar story of somebody pocketing money like that. This has been years ago. The bank I banked at since I was a kid that had a checking account, and I went to a branch that I don't usually go to to cash a check, and I get my money back and. You know, it's pretty crowded, so I grab my money envelope, and I pull up a little bit. And as I'm pulling up, I flipped it open, and I always count my money. I realize I'm $5 short. So I have not pulled up all the way, and I backed up, and the door opens, and my $5 is sticking in there. Oh. So I took my $5 and, you know, went on about my... But just immediately, I was like, something's not right with that. So I called my mom, because they bank the same bank. I'm like, listen to this. Tell me that this sounds suspicious. And long story short, it happened to my mom at the same branch with the same teller like a week earlier. Ten bucks. Short ten bucks. She goes back around. Ten bucks. She's literally got ten bucks. She's like, I think I shorted you. Hand her the ten dollars before she said anything about being short. Turns out my grandfather's known the guy that runs those whole branches of banks for 30 years. We immediately call him and say, you've got something going on at this branch. Here's what happened to me and my mom. They set up a sting nail the girl she's been doing that where i mean if she got away with it once or twice a day where somebody drives home it's like they shorted me five bucks i'll say something about it next time you forget about it she got busted she was pocketing money like that look at you a little private investigator how stupid are you though to like when i backed up just to hand me the five bucks that immediately sent up red flags why not you know have me say hey i think mm-hmm. i got shorted oh my god and i would have never thought anything about it she just shorted me so 
Yeah, I was involved in a sting operation. Well, <laughs> now you've been involved in two. Yeah. Because uh, Caitlin just proved that Ryan got ripped. She's been pocketing two bucks of water every time. Yep. Look, we still love Culver's. Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Just... Even though it tastes like steak and shake, mm-hmm. it's still pretty good. Oh, it's much better than steak and shake. <laughs> All Nothing. right. So if you're a new listener, we appreciate it. Hope you're still listening at this point. <laughs> and uh, as you can tell, sometimes we get off on uh, what Some I tangents. call a hodgepodge yeah. of, of tangents. And that's much like the rest of this episode. We're going to recap uh, some of the events from Kyle and Mai's trip to the beach. We're going to have a little segment of dad dumps that we love to do. Lance, I believe you may have a movie review for us coming up later. Yeah, I do. I'm excited about it. You look surprised, but I think you do have a movie review. (laughs) Yeah, that's Lance Ebert over there. Two thumbs up. We're going to follow that up with a uh, draft. We haven't done one in a while of our favorite all-time sports movies. The segment I'm most looking forward to is last. It's one that I don't know a lot about, but it's going to be titled Explain It to Lance. He's going to fill us in a little bit more on the details of that later. You guys ready? Let's Let's roll. roll. All right, so as I mentioned before, Kyle and I are fresh off a uh, relaxing beach trip with the family. Yeah, check out my tan, bro. <laughs> you didn't get burned this no, trip, I didn't. nor did I. Yeah. I thought that was an accomplishment. That's a positive. But we, uh, I don't know if you call it a beach trip or a camping trip, but we camped at the beach. Took our campers down. That was an adventure in itself. It'll be stories for another time. But the list of great stories was long, and we, didn't have, we don't want to take up two hours of, of the listeners' time. So we've pared it down to what we think are our five favorite memories from the beach trip. Yeah, with well, the stories that keep happening. We don't know if it's a good thing we keep camping together. Or bad things. Good for content. Mm-hmm. Man, a lot of things don't don't make it, don't make it back. <laughs> Not quite as stress free as it should be. Yeah, but anyways, I'll, I'll jump in there and get us started. So we got the good idea that we're going to do a seafood bowl, which is shrimp, say. mussels, clams, yeah. corn, sausage, sausage. Yeah. You know yeah. the typical seafood. Same bowl. thing as a crawfish. Yeah, boil, broil or boil, boil, boil. Okay, yeah. broil is like the oven, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We didn't roll. <laughs> that would be quite tasty, I'm sure. Is this like Ark and Arch? Yeah. Again? yeah. Is this your Timmy moment? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but anyways, so long story short, the spice that we usually always use for our bowl is not available. Old Bay? Uh, Satarans, the bags. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah. similar to that, yeah. Okay. So on the bag, Ryan, help me out. On the bag, it says, because you read the directions, we're getting our water bowl and we're getting mm-hmm. ready. you got to put the seasoning in before you put all the yeah. ingredients. Kyle looked at the instructions and immediately passed the buck over to me. He's yeah. like, how much of this should we put yeah. in the water? I'm responsible for bowling the water. You read the directions. So it says one bag for 15 pounds of shrimp. Yeah. And we, we got a family of eight with six kids. We had three pounds of shrimp. And I just miscounted our kids. We've only got four kids. Yeah. And three pounds of shrimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It felt like we had six That's a kids, but I don't know why we... I just told him myself, but yeah. I did. So we put in about half the bag for three pounds of shrimp. Because mm-hmm. that seems about right. Because we had other things, the sausage, the corn, the potatoes. And it was, but muscles. it was one bag for 15 pounds, right? Yeah. So, you so put we put half, half the bag. Okay. Because we, we had a pound of mussels, a pound of clams. We're like, oh, that should work mm-hmm. out. So we get it all bowled out, dumped out on the table, spread it out. Kids are excited. Well, Ryan and I they take, were. A, yeah, they were. <laughs> Ryan and I take a couple bites, and we're like, "Man, this is the best seafood bowl we've ever done." It's like our third, maybe. I don't know. I can't keep up, but it's a, uh, it's great. It's just got that right amount of spice where it's like, "Oh, it's got a little pop to it." <laughs> Grant, in the meantime, his youngest looks over and goes, "My lips." are burning so bad they'll never work again <laughs> slams his seafood down wow 
Reed immediately calls for all the milk that we have between the two of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we have ruined, 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 ruined a seafood bowl for the kids. Oh, they spoke about that for like three days. So, so yeah. where do you think it went wrong? It was just you didn't have enough meat, and so it made it over spicy. Over spiced it, and yeah. especially on the thing like the corn, which the kids love. It was just That's where you could got, see all the little red, red spice yeah. outside of the corn, and it which we thought lips. was great. But but we have a palate that's used to spicy food, and it just set them on fire. And the funny thing about that is, it's like that spiciness. It doesn't hit you right away. It's just it's kind mm-hmm. of a slow build. Yep. But once yep. you're there, there's no going back. That's exactly what happened. They were like a quarter into their meal, and and it was. So has Grant gained any lip function back? Because he was convinced his lips were ruined for the rest. Well, they were chapped the rest of the trip. <laughs> I don't know if it had anything to do with that or not. But. <laughs> He's using a lot of Carmex, I guess. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. So. Much like our last camping story, you know, we talked about the campfire. So we're sitting around one night, and Kyle asks a question that I'm going to ask uh, Adam. Mm-hmm. When you hear the word de-thaw, what do you think of? Uh, something frozen that you want to make it not frozen? That's exactly, what most exactly what I would have said. de Socrates happened to be sitting across yeah. the campfire, and I'd had otherwise couple, known as Kyle. I'd had, a couple, <laughs> I'd had a couple pops, so I was feeling really smart. <laughs> Listen to what de actually means. Mm-hmm. It's going to rock you. Okay. All right, so thaw means you're going to take freeze something it. frozen. No, thaw means you're going to take something frozen and, freeze it. and let it unfreeze. Yeah. Well, if you de-thaw it, you're <laughs> freezing it. You're freezing it. This is that, that makes sense. Everybody says de-thaw. Who, who said, this is the first time I've heard de-thaw. I'm going to go oh, de-thaw some ice. No, I've heard I, it, I hear it, it several times. Even, oh, yeah. even the wives were like, yeah, de-thaw. You know, like you take it out of the freezer and let it melt. I've been saying be it that way my whole life. Mm-hmm. Lance, what, Ro- what do you say? County thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you say when something needs to be thawed? It's like moth to a flame. It needs to be thawed. Or like unfreeze. Yeah, I guess that would work. <laughs> I had to think through that one. I've never heard anybody say unfreeze. Melt it? No, I don't think I've ever, ever, ever but said But I think de-thaw. even even Catherine might have said something like de-thaw. De-claw, maybe. De-thaw, and that brought the whole conversation. Yeah, we need to de-thaw that stuff. I was talking about something we had to cook, and I was like, well, you know, de-thaw means to actually freeze it. So, hmm. yeah. I appreciated it. I'm going to try not to say that for the rest of my life. Yeah. It sounds like Adam needs to mm-hmm. change course as well. Yep. Yeah. I'm just here to help. Glad I'm in good company. Mr. Perfect over here, Lance. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't have that All this schooling. Yeah, you we'll know, eyebrow people. You, can, you know how they are. <laughs> All right. So the boys had kind of gotten bored with their boogie boards, you know, the little things you just kind of lay mm-hmm. on the ocean water. I think they, we might have seen somebody skimboarding. Do you all familiar with what skimboarding is? Mm-hmm. Where, just on your belly? No, these they're called skimboards. They're real thin wooden boards that when the tide, when the last wave kind of rolls up, you can uh-huh. kind of run along with them and throw them down, and you can jump on oh, them and yeah, surf yeah. the light. Like it's like a millimeter of water is yeah. all it needs. And it looks pretty awesome. <laughs> so awesome that there was no way I was going to try it out. But So the boys were determined they needed skimboards. So Ryan and I spent a day or two looking for skimboards. We made a big trip where we went to Walmart and we split up. It's like, I'll, t- I'll get some stuff, you get some stuff, I'll meet you back at the truck. Ryan gets done first, and I see him going out the door, and I'm we're doing the self-checkout line. So I, I just, you know, there's 10 or 12 self-checkout stations, so I slide up to one that's open, and I scan my stuff, load it up, you know, hit it, get my receipt. Well, I notice where it spits, you know how it spits those receipts out right there at the top of the metal thing? It spit out another receipt, or there was a receipt there, and when mine come out, it was another one laying there. Somebody left one behind. Somebody left That's... one. It happens all the time. Usually, I don't even think nothing about it. For whatever reason, I pick it up, and as chance would have who, it. Who, who looks at the receipt? I, I don't know receipt. that I've ever done that, but I like looked at it. I was like, and I, immediately at the top, I see skimboard, skimboard. 
I was like, well, I, there's only one person I know that's bought two skim boards in Walmart that's been looking for them. <laughs> and then I just kind of keep glancing. I'm like, oh, butter. This is an invasion of privacy, by <laughs> yeah, the way. Yeah. I was like, oh, butter. And then Trojan condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I have. And Jessica was quartering up behind me. I said, you're not going to believe who's. I just happened to come to the same scanner. And you're not going to believe who left their receipt. And I opened it up. And she's like, two skim boards. I guess that's Ryan's. I said, read a couple more lines. <laughs> said Trojan condoms. But yeah, so I immediately make a beeline running out the store. Ryan's got his, he parked a little bit from me. And I, I said, I think you left something out here. And we had a good laugh about that. But Ryan left his evidence of if the campers are rocking, don't come and knock. <laughs> What are the chances? <laughs> I'm impressed by that, considering your boys' beds are like, well, no, you got a new camper. New camper, now, so yeah. You new might, camper. They must have different estate rooms, I guess. Yeah, this yeah they're in the, the east wing. Catherine and I stay in the <laughs> west nice. wing. It's got some daddy, Soundproof. some daddy jacks under. You can't rot that sucker. <laughs> daddy jacks. All right, so the next story. Let's move along. Uh, the next story uh, goes back Sorry, to Catherine. Uh, one of our favorite topics, which is bathrooms. Adam's eye rolling. I can fear Feel it as we speak. Where our field of expertise lies. So, again, we're camping at a campground, and one of the rules that we probably should have mentioned in our camping episode is if you got to go number two, it's better if you can go to the uh, bathhouse. That way there's less in your own As opposed to the tree. Yeah. Yeah. So one night I decide I'm going to go down to the bathhouse, and I find the stall. There's three stalls. I go in the third one because that felt safest. It was next to a wall. These are all clean bathrooms, good facilities. Was it a handicap? Yeah. All clean bathroom. Now, I noticed when I went in that, no, there was no handicap stall. Mm-hmm. And it's probably against codes, but there was not a handicap stall. <laughs> yeah. And I noticed that there's a little bit of water back against the wall, like behind the toilet. Like it had been wet before. And the reason I went to the third toilet is because when I opened up the second one, the second stall, it's the one where you walk in, you're like, whoa, okay. Mm-hmm. That, somebody, you don't want to go in there. Somebody died. It in, somebody it's, recently it's full died of in here. brown water, you know, yeah. to create an awful visual. So I go to the third one. I'm doing my business. On the way in, uh, they were trying to, getting ready to clean. And so the lady that was cleaning it said, hey, we're over here in the women's, go right ahead. But I passed three kids, all young teenagers. And they were all sitting outside. So I'm sitting there, and I hear, and when you're in there, I was the only one in the bathroom, you you know you're on high alert when you're in the facility. Mm-hmm. I hear a door swing open. I hear someone run in, go straight to the second stall, flush it, and run out. Uh-oh. Not good. And I, I knew something was wrong, just the way that yeah. whole thing went down. I was like, this isn't normal. Who would do that? Well, I found out why they were doing it it immediately started erupting brown water. Were you barefoot or uh, flip-flopped? I had on flip-flops. Oh, boy. And it was coming quick. So you had had a half-inch flip-flop between you and brown water. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it was coming quick. You know how the the tide Tide comes up and it's getting ready to nip your toes? (laughs) It was like that. And I was inching. I, at this point, was in the middle. I was too far in to stop. Not fully evacuated. But not far enough to evacuate. So I went into speed mode and wiping, and I literally was crammed up against the the front door to where you can't even get out, finishing up my business. All six foot three of you were crammed into the door. And I mean, I got out in the nick of time. It hit the heel of my shoe at the time I opened the door and ran out. 
And I walked out, and those same kids were still standing there, and they were all looking at me, trying to keep a straight face. Yeah, I, I gave them a scowl, kind of like you I know what you did, but kind of well done. You yeah, know? the dad yeah. scowl, well played. I'll see yeah. you. I'll see you later. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I guess the last thing we can touch on is so where we camp is the campground is back up from the beach and there's this awesome paved trail that goes down through the woods. That's when the one you had to run at last yes, time you were there, right? That with all your chairs. Yes, that plays into this. I might add. So we we had they have a tram that picks you up when you've got a cart full of stuff. It's just easier to throw it on the tram, ride the tram, then you just walk it over the boardwalk, which is two hundred yards. You're on the beach. Well. In the age of COVID-19, tram's not running. Too dangerous. Oh, yeah. Too dangerous. So we quickly scrambled to build some sort of device. We, we, it was sort of turned into a challenge, mm-hmm. I would say, to build a device to hook to our bicycles, to hook to our wagons. Because Ryan, the previous year, tried to pull the wagon <clears throat> mm-hmm. full by the handle. That don't fly on this trail. you got to have full power to pull this wagon. So we devised these devices that we built uh, ours were slightly different but we both used pvc and I'll, I'll brag on us they both turned out awesome they both did their perfect job they did they're a little I've different never, design i've never felt like more of a celebrity i probably had yeah. 15 to 20 people stop me compliment one lady even said i hope you don't mind i stopped by yesterday and took a took picture, a picture. <laughs> because everybody was in the same struggle bus trying to get their wagons to the and we saw people trying to do the one-handed pull and that was a disaster and we just would hook ours up we looked like two transfer trailer trucks backing up hooking in pedaling up the hill so we got a lot of love what percentage for, of our audience do you think knows what a transfer trailer truck is <laughs> probably not many <laughs> Does anybody know what it is? I don't think I know. No. It's well, if it's like those, if you those little trucks that back in and move those, that's a transfer. Gotcha. Truck. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Or a UPS. Have you ever gone by the UPS? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're covered up down there. Yeah. Default and now this. Yeah. I'm gonna keep hanging out with <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, we uh, we hooked it up. and We got a lot of admiration for that. But I will say we had some issues late in the week. We had pulled our carts up and down that trail six or seven times at this point and i might add it's a brutal pull especially when you take your mom's one-speed bicycle Mm. which is i did i don't have a bike and i took my mom's one-speed cruiser what turns out pulling a 60 pound wagon up a hill on a one-speed cruiser is is a challenge so the last day we got all our stuff loaded up and we both got big oversized wheels on our and we were pulling rides up, and it keeps getting harder and harder to pull through the sand, which they're kind of hard to pull, but something wasn't right. And we get it up to the boardwalk, and the complete front end of his cart implodes. <laughs> the wheels just snap off. They're gone. gone. At this point, we're a little over half a mile from the camper. With my cart full, Ryan has no two front wheels on his cart. So we immediately have to improvise. We rigged up a system where... His cart hooks to my cart. We wrapped bungee cords around it. So we trained the carts back up to the boardwalk where the bikes were at. And this is the point where I had to make a decision. I recalled on last year, if y'all recall, where Ryan left me mm-hmm. on the tram. <laughs> and this was my golden opportunity to yeah, return the favor of just hook my wagon up and just pedal back to the... But you know what? You, know what? you turned the other cheek. I turned the other cheek and took the high road. And I we... He took my wagon, emptied it, brought it back. We loaded it, and rest in peace, Ryan's wagon. It's in a dumpster down by the beach. We didn't even try to get <laughs> it back. He's any spare spare parts. No, in order we to just find it. we folded it and threw it away. So, and Kyle saved his revenge for another day. Yep, I will strike again. 
I promise we had fun. Yeah, we <laughs> no, did. It doesn't sound we like had it. a great time. <laughs> we had a great time. Kids made it seven days. The eighth the day, they sort of melted down, and we're ready to go. But and those are the beach highlights. The beach highlights. All right, so we're going to do another round of dad dumps here. And Ryan, when you mentioned about the uh, toilet exploding on you, I thought how how perfect the timing is for me to talk about my dad dump with Jackson. Because as you know... Does it literally consist of a dump? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, it's related. And uh, Adam's really going to appreciate this, I'm okay. sure. But um, So we're in the potty training stages, as I've mentioned. And potty training is progressing. You know, first he was peeing outside, which is going lovely until... My grass started turning black from all the pee that was. Like, he's hitting the same spot. Yeah, Accuracy's yeah. good. Accuracy's good, but it is ruining my grass. So there's that. But uh, now most people's dog ruined their yard. Yeah, <laughs> your son's ruining yours. And the the best thing about it is he he always waits to the very last minute to tell us that he has to go. Oh yeah. So as soon as he gets out there and and <laughs> lets loose, it's a fire hose. He always goes, phew. <laughs> That was a close one, <laughs> because I'm, I'm sure I said that a couple times to him, so now he repeats it every time. Oh, yeah. But um, So, yeah, we're trying to get him in school now, and before we couldn't get him into the Mother's Day Out program we wanted him to get into because he wasn't potty trained. So we're like, all right, great, he's potty trained now, we can get him back in school. And now they're like, well, you got him potty trained, that's great, but now he has to learn how to wipe himself. Uh, are you like, kidding me? Wow. Now four-year-old has to learn how to wipe himself, so... Here we are trying to uh, speed train him on wiping, and I had a revelation. I know why you guys wipe the way you wipe now. <laughs> it's because your dad wipes the same way. Because I'm training my son on the American Standard back wiper. He probably won't get to go to school for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he is standing up to do it, so we're going to work on that. I'm, no, I'm eventually going to have to turn, teach him how to do the sit and lean. No, you let him stand. That boy's butt will be clean. <laughs> He'll be ready to go to school in but, two days. Yeah, he's he's doing good. He's a back wiper, and uh, he's a back wiper because he's his dad's a back wiper. Well, so is it, is it coming natural? Are you forcing him? Like, is this like forcing a right hander to be a left hander, or is it? He he's pretty good with it. I think it's, I think he's a natural. So I don't think I'm forcing anything. Sweet, that's good to hear. Wish you the best of luck. I've never yeah. felt so close to you, Thanks. Lance. You're welcome. Good job. <laughs> Next time we see any Jackson, we need to have a little talk with him. Yeah. <laughs> so so mine is this was major dad fell on my part and it was immediate guilt wash over you know you ever had that when your guilt just washes it it feels like a like a cold sweat coming over you or something you're like boy i screwed that up bad so kids haven't fully recovered from vacation by tuesday we hours are all screwed up you know there's no kind of routine going on so emory had made this little magic wand staff and she had taped all this tape on the end of it that was the end of the magic wand and she's been proud of it which she plays with all the time good for her well jack thought it was a good time to rip that ball off the, just completely rip the end off off of it for no reason and man emory just flew mad she just it just went zero to 100 she just ah, we have this big do y'all do y'all either any of y'all have the big or had those big balls that have the handle on it the kids can bounce on oh yeah, yeah. so we have one of those emory picks that up just wails it at Jack. <laughs> 30-pound kid doesn't stand a chance. Ball hits him, plants. Which is twice his size, yeah. I'm guessing. Right? Luckily, he's, he's just now recovering from the horn he was yeah, growing. Yeah, luckily no, horn, ago, no right? more new horns were grown. But, <laughs> but anyways, 
I see that, and I just immediately snap at Emery, like, what are you doing? And she looks at me and goes, I wish my brother never would have been born. <laughs> Straight to the soul. And, dude, I went from zero to 100. I just grabbed her and said, don't you ever say that again. And she took off, and she just snatched and run and took off into her room. Well, about three steps, and I was right on her heels. And when she got to her room, she said, get out of my room. I immediately grabbed her door and just slammed it shut. I mean, loud. And I just, I don't ever want to hear you say that again. You know, I give her the dad speech. I just really, and she's, oh, you know, starts crying. So immediately I open her door. I said, you're coming back out here. So she comes back out. I said, you apologize to your brother. And she just wasn't having any part of it and took off towards her room. And when she got to her room, oh she slammed the door twice as hard as I did. <laughs> and I, sl- I swung that door open. That might as well said, be a smack in your face. Oh, when yeah. Slam and the I door. said, don't oh. you ever slam that door. She said, you slam the door. I said, <laughs> stay in your Dug room. It. <laughs> yeah. You stay in here and think about what you've done. No, so. That was your perfect opportunity to say, you do as I say, not yeah. as I do. Yeah, yeah. I thought about pulling that out, but I was just like, oh, guilty dog right here. So. Poor, not only did I fail at my job at helping plan for the podcast, I also failed at parenting that night. So Tuesday was a banner day for me. So Did you put yourself in timeout for that? Yeah. I was hoping HR would take some leniency on me for that story, but we'll see. It, it kills me when you're disciplining your kid and you're trying to get a reaction out of them. You know, if you get oh, some yeah. kind of a reaction... It makes you feel vindicated. Yeah. You know, you, you got your point across. Now we can let it go. Yeah, I got to win the battle. Yeah, yeah. But when they start crying, like Ella, I got into her about something not long ago. And I was I was feeling good about my argument. And she was accepting. She's like, okay, okay, okay. And then she started crying. I said, don't you dare. Don't do that. Go there. Don't because she knows. She it cries. Disarms and it, yeah. Oh, totally. Yep. <laughs> I, I take three steps back when I see that, but I wouldn't have it at this time. I yeah. said, don't you dare cry. Yeah. Don't you dare do that to me. You suck those I eyes, said, tears back in your eyeballs. I said, don't you turn this around on me. <laughs> Luckily, yours are getting all, your oldest is getting to that age where you can kind of, I know yeah. you're playing a game. Yeah, Stop playing the she's game. She's also a way smarter than me. And it, I it, know. That's never good. It does not work out yeah. well for me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me ask you a question. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but... Maybe you didn't because the whole process of trying to find sponsors seemed too daunting. Yeah, well, we struggled with that too. That is until we found Podcorn. Podcorn took care of all the legwork and made it quick and easy for us to find sponsors for this podcast. We signed up and were able to instantly search a variety of brands that were interested in sponsoring a podcast like ours. I was amazed by the variety of different brands to choose from. Each brand provides a detailed description of what they are looking for so you can find the perfect brand to sponsor your podcast. After finding the right brand, We sent over a proposal with a rate we determined and got word that we were hired a few hours later. It was as simple as that. So please, go check out our friends over at podcorn.com and start monetizing your podcast today. All right, now the moment you guys have, I'm sure, been waiting on for a couple weeks now, if you remember. A couple episodes ago, the guys did a draft of movies that you'd be surprised that we hadn't seen, and one of mine was Hoosiers. And I'll, you know, we kind of decided as a group that as part of our homework, we would go back and and watch one of those movies that we said we hadn't seen before. So I, I'm sorry, were we supposed to do that? <laughs> I think one of us has got to go next. <laughs> I just can't wait to watch Gone with the Wind. Yeah. I'm so fired up to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, Kyle's was Gone with the Wind, Reservoir Dogs, Ryan's... The Hangover. The Hangover, and Adam's was Star, Star Wars, Wars. Spi- Spider-Man, I can't remember what else. <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Okay. 
So anyways, mine was Hoosiers, and uh, or I, I think I said Hoosiers and the Goonies. Dirty Dancing, too, but I'm not sure when that one's going <laughs> to But anyways, so watch Hoosiers. It's on Amazon Prime right now. So um, not a bad movie, but... Mm. I don't like the way this is going I, on. I need to just go away from Lance yeah. if he's going in this direction. I'm feeling kind of how like Emery was feeling towards Jack. Yep. Listen, mm. it, it There's was going to be some doors slammed here shortly. It was fine. Not a bad movie, not a and bad it was movie. fine. Yeah, it was fine. This sounds now, like... It's the, your classic feel-good sports movie, but... A praise sandwich coming. It's... It's a little overrated, I think, and maybe maybe it's because it's kind of outdated now that I've watched it for the first time. It doesn't in have enough CGI for the millennium. No, it's, it's not about <laughs> it's not about that. And you guys are really going to be mad about this. I mean, some people would probably classify this as one of the best sports movies of all time. To me, it's not even top five basketball movies Ooh, of all time. That's five just not basketball. That's just not. Lance, you ignorant slut. I want, <laughs> I want you to give me the top five basketball movies Kyle, right now. Kyle, I'm glad you asked. Um, and in no particular order, these movies are all better than Hoosiers. No, wait, 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 wait. Basketball <laughs> movie. Hold on. <laughs> this could this could be the end of the podcast right here, depending on how this next two minutes I know what goes. Lance is trying to do. He, he also fuck? knows, one, he's trying to upset us, which he's doing a great job yes. of. Number two, I feel my pulse in my forehead. Number two, he knows we've got a, a our favorite uh, sports movie draft coming up. Mm-hmm. He's trying to rip all the answers out from us mm-hmm. so that we have a big disadvantage. Well, he did narrow it down to basketball, though. So uh, somehow I doubt any of these will be on your list. Yeah, because they're not the they, draft, they're not as good as Hoosiers. But go ahead, go ahead. So in no particular order, I'd say this. These are kind of my top five as far as basketball movies. Glory Road, White Men Can't Jump. That's a good. One. That's great. It's a good movie. He got game. Love and Basketball, very overrated kind of basketball movie, but also a love story, but very underrated, excuse me. Blue Chips, and uh, to a lesser extent, um, Space Jam, Air Bud, and The Air Space Up There. Jam. When you put Air Bud above Hoosiers, <laughs> I don't know how we go forward. And Love and Basketball, a love story? No. And Space Jam was Bugs Bunny, if you recall. Yeah. So. No, but, but seriously, um, those first five, I think, are honestly all better than Hoosiers, in my opinion. But hot take. It was fine. You know, like, like I'll say this. Hackman. Hackman was good. He was very believable as the coach. Dennis Hopper was amazing as shooter. Very electric performance. I think he was nominated for an Oscar. So Great drunk. He yeah, yeah. Drunk. He was a great drunk, but I'll, I'll get to the bad real quick. So there was... I thought this segment was over. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, we're carrying on the, the review a little bit more. There was... I don't, I don't know how fresh this movie is on your minds, but there was just a lot of... Say yada yadding, yada yada ing in the movie, where it was like there was just these plot jumps where all of a sudden Gene Hackman would just kind of show up in the field. Y'all remember Siskel and Ebert? Mm-hmm. Yes. And they'd two thumbs up or two thumbs down, mm-hmm. whatever the best movie of the entire summer was. Yeah. They would always give two, two thumbs, thumbs down, down. That's because exactly it's popular. How yeah. Lance yeah. is doing the exact same thing. Raining on a parade. He's trying to get a rise out of us. Oh, he did. Kyle was staring off into space a yeah. minute ago. I mean, you, I, I thought he was talking about his wife or his kid. He's I mean, talking he plot hoes and all this. That's not what Hoosiers is about. It's a, based on a true story. These don't, kids did it. Listen, and don't get me started on poor Ollie. It's the whole story. There's only like all 10 right. kids in the but, whole time. We're getting ready to find right, a lot right. out about it, Lance it, right here. It was based One on a question. true story, though, right? Yes. Did you or did you not get chills during the movie? One time, and I'll tell you when. It was the final game when they make a steal on an inbounds pass. That was it. That was the only chill bumps moment for me. And I'll fully admit that. I can't wait to hear his top three. So I'm, just, I'm devastated. But I, but I will say this, you know, it was fine. It was, it, 
Uh, best line, though, when Hackman's trying to get purposely kicked out of the game, and he tells the ref that he's got pigeon poo in his eyes. That was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. The, my favorite part is when he measures the goal in there. When you're fixing to play a team that you cannot beat, measures the goal, same size as his homeboys. So, yeah, that's my review on Hoosiers. Mm. <laughs> shall shall mm. we move into the – wow, y'all – Let's move into the sports track. Y'all, yeah. y'all took this worse than <laughs> yeah. I thought you would yeah, take it. Yeah, it's not good, Lance. Kyle might need a break. Yeah. Please, I might need guys. a break from the podcast. I might go and get my third, <laughs> my third strike. All right, well, well, let's do it. Since I'm the host, we're going to start with Kyle and go counterclockwise. Lance, you're last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a snake draft. I get the back to back. This is a yeah. snake draft. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you get back to back. Plus, I noticed that Kyle just wrote down his answers right before the yeah. podcast. So I've got some I feel good like ones. I'm just throwing my bone. I've got some good ones on here. <laughs> do, do people know what we're doing? Do we set this up? Well, properly? we didn't. We were, I'm sorry. I was too rattled by Lance. So. Yeah. Lance has blown this episode. I'm really completely surprised they are this shook. Oh. So what we're doing here is a draft. If you're unfamiliar with what a draft is. Or unfamiliar is, with this show. We are choosing uh, three of our favorite sports movies. So we're going to go uh, Kyle, Adam, me, Lance, and then back around two times. Okay, Best so, sports movies. Best Somebody's all-time gonna, sports movies based yeah. on our own opinions. Somebody has to get Hoosiers before Lance scoops mm-hmm. it up. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> and Kyle is... First up, yeah, I was. Surprised. He's unprepared I, as ever. Well, I'm prepared. I, Adam usually is just now pulling up the internet yeah. to find his draft picks, <laughs> but apparently he's done some research. So well, look forward to seeing what he's got on the <clears> list. <throat> with the first pick in the greatest sports movies of all time, I'm going with Miracle. Yeah, hey, that's, that's that would have been number one. one that's too. a whole chill bump during that entire movie. Yeah, and the fact when you watch it and then you go back and like. You watch any of the documentaries or the guys that it, you know, it happened to. That makes it even that much better. Hey, no argument here. That I, I yeah. agree. Overall number one. Well, I was afraid you were going to take mine, and you didn't. And this is totally personal preference. One of my favorite movies ever, Rocky Four. Rocky Four on the Love list, Rocky baby. Four. Rocky Four is great. My favorite part of that whole movie, though, at the very end when Rocky grabs the mic and he says, "If I can change and you can change, everybody can, can change. change." Oh, great stuff. Yep. Well, good job, fellas. I've picked six movies, and Two y'all have taken my top two. <laughs> so now I'm feeling rattled. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go with third on my list, obviously. One of my favorites. Uh, this one, if you don't cry during this movie, you don't have a heart or tear ducts. Talladega uh, Nights. <laughs> the Rookie. Oh, oh yeah. That's a good movie. Yeah. Who, right. who was in that? I can't even remember. Dennis Quaid. Yeah. All right, so clarification. Are the other Rockies still on the board? Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Standalone movies. I'm taking the original Rocky. Yeah, that was on my list. Good yeah. call. So you're back to back. You get two picks here. Yeah, and I'm, I think I'm going to stay with the boxing theme. I'm going to go Creed. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I haven't Loved seen Creed. Creed's good. I haven't seen the second one. It's not second? near as oh, okay. good. Okay, well, I'm going to waste my time then. But yeah, Creed, very good. Would highly recommended it. Definitely did a good job to bring the Rocky series back, but Creed 2, not right. so much. You're digging yourself out of a hole, Lance. That's good. Okay. It's better than Rocky Five for sure. Not five surprising. Five. Lance yeah. didn't take any of, off my list. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to stick with the R theme. I've got the rookie. I'm also going to go with Rudy. Oh, that's on that my was list. Coming. Yep. When they lay the jerseys on the table. Oh, fantastic. Well, my second favorite movie, still hadn't called, is uh, Major League. Oh, it was on my list. Definitely yeah. in the first one, not the second one. Great movie. Ricky Vaughn, Wild Thing, when Bob Eucher said, just a bit outside. and That's just a bit outside. One of my favorite lines ever. Are you trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> <laughs> I 
We can go ahead and when, say that Bob Euchre made that movie, oh, he right? Did. He did. This is going to make us feel old, but when did that movie come out? 1989. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there serious? was a lot of good movies that came out late 80s, early 90s. That was my... Look, and I Major League Two was pretty good, too. It, yeah. it wasn't as good as the first, but it wasn't a total flop no. letdown either. It was pretty good. That first one was awesome. I'm wow. willing to say at least 25% of our listeners have not seen that movie. If you need a laugh, you got to watch it. It's so League. funny. It and, was just on... Like TBS a couple nights ago. And I grew up as kind of a baseball kid knowing Bob Euchre, you know, calling games, who was a world-class play-by-play guy to play that. You would have thought he was an actor that played that. It was spectacular. All right. I've got to go. What what was your first pick again? uh, Miracle. So you've got Miracle. Yep. I'm going to go with one that, of course, it's it's near and dear to my heart because it's a golf movie, but Ten Cup was always high on Mm, my list. I love Ten Cup. I was scrolling through. I knew you were going to pick Ten Cup. I love Ten Cup. Your All last right, pick. I'm going to go with one that I watched, and when I watched it, same thing, chill bumps, just unbelievable feeling. I didn't know a lot about it. I'm now a big Formula One guy, and I love all types of racing, so Secretariat was big on my list. If you haven't seen that, awesome movie about Secretariat the horse. Now, what was the other one? Oh, you said racing. Yeah, I totally I thought, thought you were talking about car racing. No, no, so that's horse racing. But you said no. Formula One. Yeah. You? Oh, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm a racing guy. I like racing. <laughs> All right. I didn't <laughs> think you were going horses. Yeah. Now, didn't you mention no, one, one horsepower? Right? Yeah. That's what you're talking about. On a previous podcast, didn't you mention your affinity uh, for Seabiscuit? Seabiscuit's a good one, too. Yeah. Okay. I like Secretary Better. Another movie but, that I'm shocked that Kyle has seen <laughs> Seabiscuit. Yeah. You have not seen that movie? No. Oh, that's a good movie. I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah it's a really good movie. Lance doesn't I'm like I'm sure this. I'll hate it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't waste your time, Lance. It's just a great movie. You'll hate it. Well, I'm torn between the last two because I loved them both mm. for different reasons. Um, I'm gonna go Caddyshack. Caddyshack stay with the golf that was team. Was on my list. Yeah. Yep. A line I, I came across today, Rodney Dangerfield, who also I think made that movie, said, "Oh, this is your wife, huh? Lovely lady. Hey, baby, you must have been something before electricity." <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So Adam went with the uh, all ladies theme, the, the humorous, yeah, the, the humor theme. I went yeah. all ladies. That was 1980, Caddyshack. Boy, that nice. was a good time for those I type did, movies. Yeah. All right, I've, I've got two left on my list. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that I think Lance is most likely to pick, mm. just because. Interesting. I'm going to go with Remember the Titans. Oh, I had that on there. That was actually that it's was not my, on my list, but that is a good one. That was my next pick. Go ahead and go with Love and Basketball or whatever that was. I've, I've already named that one. Hey, have you seen that movie? Uh, I'm not into love stories. It's a good movie. <laughs> Underrated. <laughs> See it. Kyle yeah. is so hurt. Yeah. He's genuinely hurt. I'm just jaded. <laughs> All right, so before Lance goes, let's recap. Kyle, what's your team? Uh, I've got uh, first pick was Miracle. Then I went with Ten Cup and Secretary. Adam, what do you got? Rocky Four, Major League, and Caddyshack. And I've got The Rookie, Rudy, and Remember the Titans. I've got Rocky and Creed. And um, round out the picks. Yeah, I'm going to go off the wall here for this next pick uh, just because I like this movie so much. Happy Gilmore. That's yeah. a good one. Oh, that's Three great. golf movies. Three I'm golf proud movies. of you boys. We yep. left a lot on the table, I got to tell you. Well, we, we, we can cover some honorable let's mentions. Let's honorable yeah. mentions, yeah. Right. Field, Field it, of Dreams Field was the of other Dreams one. Field of Dreams is a great one. Oh, man. Cinderella, Cinderella Man. Yeah, great movie. Mm-hmm. I also like The Wrestler and The Fighter. Wrestler's mm-hmm. good. Um, League of Their Own. Karate Kid. Karate Kid, I had to. Didn't think about that. Yeah. Moneyball with Brad Pitt is pretty. I still haven't seen that one. That's a good movie. It's not so much about the sport. Yeah. It is about the whole behind it, but it's good. I don't Mm -hmm. know if this is considered a sports movie, but I put radio on my list. Oh yeah, I remember Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. I think I can't remember, but he was. uh, I remember I cried during the movie. That's why I put it on my list. That was a good movie. Um, Did we see? He worked with the football team, maybe. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes, he oh, did. That's yeah, right. yeah. yeah, you're right. You're one. right. I do remember that movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. Did we say Talladega Nights? No. As a joke, but yeah, that was, oh, okay. I had that on my list also. Days of Thunder? Oh, oh that's a spectacular movie. Uh, now that, now that he's that. a big NASCAR fan. Yeah. No, no, Formula One. <laughs> Old school baseball, The Natural. I remember seeing that with my dad. Yeah. remember the very end when he had the his... I mean, this is an old one, but Raging Bulls always high yeah. on the list. Did we that's say, a good book. That's yeah. a great movie. Did we say Field of Dreams? Yeah. Okay. If you build it. What's the figure world. skating movie with Will Ferrell? <laughs> oh. Uh, Blades of Glory. Yeah, Blades of Glory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on that note, that's the last honorable Dodgeball. Yeah, Dodgeball. Dodge a lot one. of good ones. So. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That was, that was fun. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> This is a new segment we're going to debut on the tail end of the podcast since nobody's probably listening anymore anyway. So I'm going. To, I'm about to explain explain it to Lance. Explain so, it, Lance. So um, the inspiration for this game came a couple of weeks ago, or a couple episodes ago, excuse me, when, Kyle, for whatever reason, you were discussing something about a waterproof fuse. Oh, yeah. And I said to myself, how the hell does a waterproof fuse work? <laughs> that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's underwater. Water and fire just don't mix. I, I can't explain to you how it works, Lance. Well, I wish you could because it, that's the segment. I don't know. I've just seen it work. <laughs> Sounds like this is going to go well. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. I, I hope started, you got another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I started <laughs> I started thinking about all these uh, questions that like, uh, and you, you'll probably soon find out that science is not exactly my thing. But these are, you know, just questions that might be something that blows my mind or is some kind of natural phenomenon, but just maybe regular everyday processes that I don't really understand. So so the first one is fresh in my mind because my son recently had a birthday and um, he got a lot of balloons for his birthday. So one thing we started doing is uh, I always got really upset as a kid when my balloon would like, you know, fly away and it's gone, you know. So I, I thought I would show Jackson the fun side of that, and I was like, I'm going to show him like how fun it is when balloons just go up in the sky and you watch them and go. So you rip the balloon out of his hand and <laughs> go, give me that, son. So and, and now he loves it, and he loves to like you know we we cut the balloon, we cut the tie, and we just watch the balloons go up in the sky. I always heard that balloons just eventually burn up in the Earth's atmosphere. Is that true, or do they eventually come down and I'm polluting? I don't think they make it that far. Hmm. So there was a, I only found out about this recently, but there, I think in 1982 or 84, there was this, they were trying to set a record for the most balloons launched at one point. And it was somewhere in New York or somewhere. I'll have to get more details. Anyway, so they had, they were going to have like over a million balloons. So they were, they had this huge canopy up and they were going to, you know, they're, they're just constantly filling balloons like mad. They had all, it was a big skeptical. What do they call it? Skeptical. Spectacle? Spectacle. Spectacle. It was a big yeah. spectacle. Thank you very much. Yeah. Anyway, so they had it all planned out. They released they, the, the storm. A storm was coming, so they had to release it early, and they thought it would just be this huge thing. Well, the balloons only went so high because there was a storm coming in, and then they just came straight down <laughs> into the water. They covered the bay. In, in the meantime, there was like a missing boater. And so they were doing, they were looking for this guy in the water, and the water just covered in balloons. balloons. (laughs) It was like the perfect storm. There's now a law against it. I mean, it was a complete disaster. Well, I know for a fact they come back down because we did this in elementary school. 
Did y'all, and y'all may have done something similar or have heard something similar. We did a big balloon release where we all did a create a pen pal pen or pal, something. Yeah. yeah, and you put yep. you, you put the school address and your name on there and like a couple hobbies you had or something like that. Release it in there with hopes that it would come a down. A pedophile finds it. Yeah, a pedophile would find stuff. it. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> look, that's a good reason to put the school address on there. Yeah, but anyways, long story short, I think like, there was a, a few kids in, in the school that their letter was found. They got a letter back. It was kind of cool. So they, they do come down. Just, they went missing after right after that. Yeah. Uh, Hope little well, I've got okay. a theory that is only half accurate, I feel like. I'm thinking the higher you get up, the colder it gets. And the colder mm-hmm. it gets, the air shrinks. It would probably you know start to come back down. But then you would think as it got lower, it would heat back up and go back up. Yeah, I don't so, know. Pretty much just debunked my own theory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just shooting off the cuff. Does that, does that help at all, Lance? Uh, somewhat, yeah. I it's got to be some sort of like helium. It's got to th- be. I think they come back down. It's got to be a chemical mm-hmm. reaction that occurs, that, well, something with the atmosphere that changes the, and it just brings it back down. Because uh, if you have a helium balloon in your house for a week, it eventually just falls to the floor. Something uh, happens to that helium. So it's got to be some sort of reaction that occurs with it. Yeah. That causes it to come back down. All right, so we're going to go with it comes back down. Call yeah. now if you have the uh, So I'm polluting. Answer. So I'm polluting. Okay. Daniel, yeah. if you're listening, call in to straighten us out. <laughs> yeah. Side note, I just realized you reminded me that <clears throat> back when I was in elementary school, we buried a time capsule, but there's now a building built over that time capsule. <laughs> so you're not getting that back. So <laughs> I, ho- I hope somebody dug up that time capsule. I don't know what was in it. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and talk about a buzzkill. That kind of sucks. Yeah, Lance's G.I. Joe is never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got a ho- he's got a hope a tornado comes yeah. through there, I guess. Yeah. So the next thing on Explain It to Lance is, uh, you know, we were, we were talking about water softening recently. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand how that works. But taking it one step further... Don't they have water treatment plants that, you know, make sewage into water again? Yes. Mm-hmm. How does that, how does that work? Mm. That's, that's our drinking water, right? Yeah. Well, I think what happens actually is they treat it and release it back into waterway. I think the water we actually drink is treated like whatever creek or lake or whatever supplies that town or community's water is treated. I think, but once the sewer water. I may be wrong on this, but I think that's right. The sewer water is treated and released back into a water. So it doesn't make a circle. Yeah, it's not like you're drinking the turd water coming back. Right. That's, that's good. But then yeah. you're getting water back from the waterway that you release. Upstream, uh, there's a thousand upstream. So technically, yes, when it gets back in the waterway, at some point you're drinking it again, but it's treated thus, you know, again. But All right, so next one. I was going out to my trash the other day, and I opened it up. And it's not like I threw away a bunch of raw meat or anything like that, but I open it up, and there's all these, like, maggots in there. Mm. Yeah, the maggot. Thing. So where do these maggots come from, and how do they get in my trash can? Do they just <laughs> spawn out of my trash? I don't I don't get it. Flies. Flies? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's how? a maggot. A, a fly's a maggot. Yep. It just blew my mind. Wow, I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. So a maggot turns into a fly? Mm-hmm. Or does a Wait, fly, a fly turn into a maggot? The fly, the, the, this is the chicken and the egg. No, right. the flies, the flies will eat whatever. Say you throw a piece of meat out, the flies land on it, eat it, do what flies do, and then they plant their eggs in that, and it hatches, uh, and then the maggots have something to feed on to grow. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Man, Kyle, you you watch a lot of Discovery Channel. Kyle's a wealth of information. Use useless, useless information. I've got it. <laughs> Things that will not make your life better. I can tell you. 
All right, well, how do lightning bugs work? Like, what? <laughs> what did this turn into a science show? <laughs> Great question. Getting ready to rock us with yeah. this one. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wondering the same yeah. thing my whole life. Lance, Lance Jones, a science kid. There's got to be some kind of yeah. chemical in there that makes them glow. But yeah. And if you, you stomp them at just the right time or hit them with a bat, yeah. that glow will stay on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're. <laughs> did you say hit them with a bat? You never hit lightning bugs with a bat? Take a swing. Well, maybe, a a, maybe a tennis racket. Yeah, that's fun to do. Yeah. Bumblebees. Okay. He was looking down on, on me because I hit him with a bat. <laughs> yeah, but tennis racket is apparently okay. Yeah, well, it's, we're we're, we're going to get like some letters. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a great hand. Tennis racket is much great wider. Yeah, it helps the hand die. Have y'all y'all heard of that deal in the Smoky Mountains once a year where all the lightning bugs sync up? Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. That's pretty wild. There's like ten billion at one time. Yeah, and it's like a big. There's only two places in the world it happens there, and it's somewhere else overseas. And they literally somehow it's a mating ritual, and they sync up and they flash all at the same time. So, um, how does aluminum foil work? I don't understand how it doesn't get hot. <laughs> I don't. Know. That's a good question. Because we put it in the oven all the time to like yeah. coat. I mean, like uh, you know, mm-hmm. cover the bottom of the pans. Doesn't, you can immediately doesn't get hot. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. like two seconds. And after is you there it a out. difference between the shiny side and the yes, non-shiny side? There is. I do know the answer to that one. Okay, oh, go ahead. Educate ahead. me. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Ron just turned in his chair. <laughs> That's the first time tonight. He's I haven't had to turn around to Adam in a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The shiny side is supposed to be out. The matte finish side is supposed to be the one touching the food. Okay. Wow. Oh, well, I've been doing that. More. It's well, been fifty-fifty shot on me for all these years, whether I put the right side in or out. I've always put the shiny side up because I like the shiny side. But apparently, it's, there's something deeper than that. <laughs> no, that's it. That's that's all there is. Okay, so sh- now, shiny side touches the food. Yeah. Now okay. this may this blew my Conv- mind a couple years ago. Convince me otherwise. <laughs> Speaking, we still didn't get to the why the non-shiny yeah. side goes down, but we can look that up. But you know, on the end of the uh, aluminum full boxes, there's two things that you press in mm-hmm. that hold the Keep roll it from in. Rolling yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that till like three or four years ago. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. I'll, retra- I'll retract that. <laughs> Sometimes I still don't push those things, and I'll pull it out. I'm like, dang it, why didn't I? The thing that's always fascinated me along that same line is ceramic. You can take a blow. We did that in your high science class where they had a piece of the space shuttle, mm. and it's made of ceramic. When they, You could take a blowtorch and just heat it and get it cherry red and immediately touch it. That amazes me. I don't know how the same same principle. We gotta find out. Kind of like when you grab the lava rock out of the middle of the fire. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You knew lava rock. Same way. So speaking of space, this is a space slash beach question. So I've heard that the moon somehow controls the waves or is is responsible for the, how how does that work? It's the moon's gravitational pull. So when the moon is closer to the earth, when it's in a cycle closer, you'll have a higher tide. Kyle's a wealth of knowledge over here, man. We, we, we he says not, it with the confidence. You can't even We have try not to argue. tapped into this. I'm like man. 98% sure oh, that's right. It sounded but, okay. brilliant. I thought high tide when we were at the beach one day. Wasn't it at like 1 p.m.? Yeah. But you, the moon's constantly, so it depends on how close it is to the earth. Because you'll sometimes you'll see the moon in the sky in the middle of the day. That's if true. You're, you're looking. I think it has to do, I'm pretty positive it has to do with <clears> the closeness. Close yeah. Sounds, we might have to change legit. this segment to stump Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just keep making up lies as I go. <laughs> if you say it with enough conviction, you might believe. It's I'm not pretty, a lie if you believe yeah, it. Yeah, I'm pretty positive that's right. There's probably somebody that's like, this guy's totally wrong. All right, le- last question here, and this one is uh, got me thinking because of the whole COVID stuff. Um, food delivery. Mm. So before, you know, like we've got Grubhub and DoorDash, all these like food delivery services, but like why before all that 
the only two what what are the two um two foods that are most commonly delivered before all that pizza pizza and chinese, and chinese. Yeah. exactly why just those two why was it always just those two before these meal services came along well well pizza i think is kind of obvious like that's yeah. all that's, that's the go-to in a yeah. box i mean every Easy. pizza comes in a box you don't even have to have a plate to eat it yeah. and it tastes just as good when it gets there 30 yeah. minutes later yeah the chinese is a good one though because i mean they do of course they they package up the rice and stuff but it's like yeah that's a good question why is it why is that the only food? why can't mexicans have takeout i don't yeah. know that's more right. of a theological question i don't know yeah. if there's an answer Maybe not. Stunt the theologian yeah. of uh, why food <laughs> delivery is only two well, shots. I will say we've had a lot of foods we never have delivered delivered. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've ordered steak and a baked potato now and had it delivered to the house. Hmm. But think it's, there's so many foods. It's got to go back to most fast foods revolves around French fries. And do you really want a French fry that's more than five minutes old? Yeah. yeah. You don't. That's true. Depends on the fry. Like thick fries I'll still eat get it. really greasy, wrong. and they they'll. If you don't eat a McDonald's fry within the first two or three minutes, you oh, that, yeah. it's done. Yeah. I, they have the least sustainable fries in a box. You better eat it on your way home. If you get home, it's not going to be good. But they're well, the best at their peak. It when you if you catch them just right, they're Pretty good. Crispy. Yep. So that's that's all I got for explaining it to Lance. But Ryan, real quick, I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you close us out with uh, with one with the story of um, you, you kind of texted to us. When you um, when you're buying all these burgers, you had kind of like one incident happen with. <laughs> yeah, well, I forgot about this little nugget. When you're hosting a podcast, uh, I get a little bit. I write down some notes, but I never follow them. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. This is a little nugget from our very first uh, hamburger taste testing contest. Oh, you mean the one where we nailed it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, the one where you guys really sh- showed your true colors <laughs> with an O for six performance. Well. Hey, being an a, good, a or an F. Yeah. Being a good friend, I wanted your burgers to be warm. And so I tried to go <laughs> right before the podcast, and of course I've got to hit six places. Well, I'm in such a hurry, and also I've got one of the kids in the car. This is Reed. He wants me to go uh, do a geocache. He's oh, got to yeah. show me where the geocache is. So he's just all on me about this. I'm also in a hurry. And so I actually drive away from Hardy's. And I get around down the block, and I'm like, huh. Forgot the burger. Did I ever get that burger? <laughs> <laughs> and did I get my card back? So I had to uh, do the walk of shame back into Hardee's, and immediately the girl saw me, handed me the bag, and you walked out with I your head down. Out, so. mm, tough yep. scene. That, and then I get charged $2 for water. Yeah. So. You've had a tough drive-thru mm-hmm. run here lately. Hadn't been a good run. My favorite part about that, though, is you told us you had to make the walk of shame back into the store <laughs> to get your burger. <laughs> <laughs> and then she didn't say anything. Just You just both made eye contact. And yeah, we just made eye contact, That's and good. she knew. I'm going to go out, Liam. That happens more than oh, you I think bet. it does. Well, I think we've thrown enough random things into this episode. Yeah. <laughs> the HodgePodge episode good is luck, coming. Good luck titling end. this one, Adam. Yeah, Thanks right. for listening. <laughs>